Long-time listener and friend Connor Sitesbone was in town on Monday night, and I really like making time for Connor because we share <laughs> quite a curious history. I mean, he's been a listener for probably more than 10, maybe even more than 15 years now of my podcasts, and he's found things in my podcasts which few have, well, maybe some have, but few have said back to me. One of the topics of discussion, which I didn't even mention last recording, was associated with my writing, because Connor was a proofreader on three works that I got him last year, and he was a particularly good proofreader. I think the two works that are still held, Just Playing Chaos and the Just Playing Chaos role-playing game, stand on their own, and my plan is to probably put them in a pub- paper publication. But the discussion that I had with him was associated with the relative value of just playing chaos in contrast to the prior work, Field of Chaos. And I know actually a listener to My Rules of Beto actually purchased Field of Chaos recently, well, not recently, maybe six months ago, in order to get a sense of what the other work was like. I, from my meeting with Connor, I paid for what is available on Amazon as Field of Chaos to get a sense of what that was. I've lamented in the past, maybe not on this podcast, maybe in My Rules of Beta, associated with my YouTube channel, Monty's Reviews, which I have no access to now. I have no access to my writing. It was created through a service called CreateSpace, which became Amazon Publishing, I think, or something similar. And I have no access to that. I put in my email. They say they're going to email me. They never email me. I'm going to probably have to engage with a human if I want this expunged. But my view is it's actually relatively difficult to get access to the book on Amazon. You need to type Field of Chaos Tom Barbelay, typically, to get the book. What Comes is a very curious book, and it's a book that I feel really I should probably invest some time at some stage of my life, if I cared that much about it, to have removed, because the page numbers are completely out. Well, and it's a work that I wrote when I was 15 to 17, I think, maybe 17. I wouldn't necessarily stand by the work now. But certainly Connor gave a very glowing account and he actually referenced the comic book, which we'll never see the light of today. So when I got the book, one of the things that I reviewed was, would it be possible to actually create a second comic book? A comic book to replace the first comic book, just a comic book of the jungle in particular writings of Field of Chaos, where that would be possible. What would that cost? What are the metrics associated with these things? I went through, as I do with many things in my brain, to try and work out what the actual cost and time frame would be and my initial review of that over a couple of evenings was just to reject the idea out of hand as being just something that is not right for my current time in my life. I reflect very heavily on the fact that Connor Sitesbowen was a benefactor of a number of books from my collection when I was trying to thin out my bookshelves recently and one of them was William L. Shira's Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. This is probably one of the most important books in my life and it's one that I periodically return to i even have the picture book version which i might have mentioned in a prior long funk recording perhaps back in the day because i spent quite a bad amount of time buying copies of rise and fall of the third break that claimed to be the picture book edition however i have two copies of the picture book edition which i think is an option with regards to the next thing that i'm going to say the second world war has had a huge impact on my life and certainly the books that i sent connor the fact that I sent him a copy of William Elshire's Rise and Fall of the Third Reich is indicative of the fact that I have multiple copies of that book. My father read that book, actually, back in the day, which I didn't realize when I talked to my father about actually reading Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, I realized that he'd already read it. 
number of people that I've met through my professional life have mentioned it as a book that was important to them as well. I think it's an incredibly important book, not just with regards to the Third Reich. And I think about this very dramatically because the nature of history is if it doesn't appear to have an impact on your life, it's relatively unimportant. I have a medal from a fellow called Plotnik, who was a Belgian, I think, and he fought in the Battle of Waterloo, and I have one of his medals from the Battle of Waterloo, which is indicative of the fact that I could point to a medal and said the Battle of Waterloo existed, Napoleon existed, all these things have some degree of importance, even though really, fundamentally for me currently, the Battle of Waterloo is about as far away from importance as I can find. So when my daughters come to discover the Second World War, the real question is, what importance does this thing have on their current life? I mean, obviously it impacted their father a certain degree and relates to a wide variety of esoteric things that the father owns, including a picture by a fellow called Wilhelm Salter, who actually, the picture has a Wikipedia entry, if you find it. It's the German entry for Wilhelm Salter. And you can see the picture of the Somme, which is a painting that I own. So my daughters will have some impact on the Second World War just because of the impact that it had on their father. Is that the right term of the use of the word impact? Let's just say that the Second World War will be important to them for, well, it may not be important to them. That's, in fact, the concern. The Second World War will be a thing of importance that they can see, but whether or not they garner that it's a thing of importance for their own life is secondary. Well, it's primary as far as I'm concerned, but it's secondary in terms of this podcast. The thing that strikes me is particularly strange about the picture book version of The Rise and Fall of the Third Reich is I think it's probably the best account or one of the best accounts that I have close to hand for children, not for children, maybe for, I don't know, 10 year olds, maybe 15 year olds. I don't know when you start to get a concept of what genocide is or what the rise of political parties that are just very, very, very strange. And I don't think probably that my daughters will ever read the extended written version of William Elshire's Rise and Fall of the Third Reich, but they might look at the picture book, maybe, maybe sometime in the future. Anyway, I was returning to the fact of what importance do these things have? Well, in a few years' time, probably about the time that my daughters will start exploring these things, the Second World War will be a 100 years old. And it probably will have very little demonstrable impact in anything that people could see. I mean, I use it for the space race as an example. And my perspective with regards to the whole Operation Paperclip is it's a very curious period of American history and probably should be reflected upon relatively heavily, but whether or not it will be when it's 100 years since the conclusion of the Second World War, who knows what it'll be like then. So I hold these things close to me. And when I reflect on Field of Chaos, it is very much in light of the same thing, Rise and Fall of the Third Reich. This is a book that was important to me at a particular period of time, but I don't know what importance it will have in my future, and I don't know what my daughters will do with it if they have to read it at some stage. It's a very curious thing. So anyway, I had this conversation with Connor Sidespine with the view that I was interested not in just playing Chaos Field of Chaos, but another writing that I had done through that period of time, which I'd decided well and truly should be in bed for a long period of time, and will maybe be talked about in a future long funk recording, but I doubt it will be. Anyway, it was a real pleasure catching up with Connor, and he left these philosophical questions for me to ponder. Should I create another comic book? What benefit does this text have? And I do wonder if I'll ever... I mean, it seems as it's sufficiently difficult to actually get a copy of Field of Cast that I probably shouldn't concern myself with trying to get a Create Space account and getting it expunged. And it does ref- make me reflect heavily on Just Playing Cast that maybe Just Playing Chaos will be a replacement that'll be easy to find and people will just be able to get a handle on it. Did I mention the page numbers? The page numbers of Field of Chaos are out. 
I can't understand the create space version that's actually put online. My suspicion is they probably went back a couple of versions and just decided that was the one they were going to put out. It is rather curious because I pay $8 something to Amazon for Field of Chaos. I don't know where that money goes. It doesn't go to me. This whole notion of like what has happened with technology and companies and you know all this stuff over time, let's just lose some information and keep some information going. It's all very curious. I wonder if really I should worry myself with regards to these things. It worries me a little bit with regards to Monty's reviews. It worries me, I guess, a little bit with regards to Field of Chaos. But maybe it's out there just for someone to find it periodically and reflect upon it. It is a very curious book. So I'm Bob Lay in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.